You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host. John Chapman. What is going on, 49ers fans? It is absolutely incredible to be with you on what will be a 49ers holiday one day. And what day is that? Today is none other than number 13, um, Brock Purdy's birthday. The kid, the rookie, Mr. Irrelevant, the last person picked in the NFL draft just today, turned 23 years old. 23! Ah, he's already at, he's at the uh, the goat age. Uh, shout out to MJ, and you gotta love it, man. You gotta love it. Now today's show, which I'm very excited about. Um, sorry for the later air date. If you're watching this live, uh, wife had a Christmas party, which I got to work. I was the bingo caller uh, for her uh, work party, which was awesome. It was a really really good time. Uh, gave away a whole bunch of stuff. It's funny, like it no matter what I do or what we do, uh, we just give stuff away, <laughs> which is good. Uh, but we're gonna be focusing on if the 49ers can be better than they are now and what that looks like. A lot of personnel injury news coming in, coming back. We're going to hear from Kittle. We're going to hear from Bosa. We're going to hear from Shanahan. Might throw some other impromptu um, presser clips in there just to help, help bolster this conversation, create a little bit more dialogue between us and the 49ers themselves, but also giveaways is what we do. We hit 20,000 um, over on the Twitter machine, which was awesome. Uh, very, very thankful. And so, like we said, we're giving away stuff all week. And this is compliments of an anonymous Patreon member who just wants to give back to the community, which is awesome. So we gave away one residency hat. Shout out to Craig. He guessed the Christian McCaffrey total yards. We're giving out one another hat today. This is the uh, residency cap right here that you can see. Uh, the solid red one with the white SF uh, letters that's going to go to a Twitter follower. And then for all of you that are in the chat now getting your hashtag CCs, you better get them in 
because our next episode, which is going to be the John and Wayne show tomorrow, uh, again, because the Christmas party I had to postpone it, we are giving that away to one of our lucky hashtag CC countdown crew members. So all of your hashtag CCs that you are getting in right now and that you got in yesterday and that you put in tomorrow when we go live uh, at 1230 Pacific time on Wednesday, you guys will be getting a hat as well. So uh, one hat given away yesterday. We're giving away a hat today to a Twitter follower. We're giving away a hat to our hashtag CC, the people I love uh, that show up all the time. You will be receiving a hat tomorrow. That's what we do. Uh, that's what we do. And uh, <laughs> you got the, uh, my, my mentor, David Walner in the chat. What's up, brother? Uh, he says, go Cowboys, man. I hope y'all keep winning. The more y'all win, the better it is for the 49ers. Because I, I think that the Cowboys have a legitimate chance of perhaps beating, uh, the Eagles in the playoffs, or at least giving them a very tough competition. And then that NFC championship, um, I, I love it. So yeah, the more the Cowboys win, the better it is for the 49ers until we play you guys. But let's just be really, really honest. Y'all can't beat us. Uh, it's what it is. It's what it is. You got to go back a long ways till y'all beat us in the playoffs. Till y'all beat anybody in the playoffs. Um, I love it. So if you have questions, I am flying solo today. Clayton is working his tail end off. Um, and so if you guys got questions, put my name in the front of the chat at John, then ask your question um, just so that I can get there. And shout out to my main man, Josh. Uh, just text me as we're going live, setting up the trivia competition for this week, baby, which I'm so excited about. Uh, we are going to Las Vegas. Well, it, it travels rough. <laughs> My wife's flight just got canceled. She's going to have to drive out. We're probably going to have to drive out too because she's got family out there. But for those that make it, we are going to be at Tailgate Social Saturday, 1 to 4.30 on New Year's Eve. Uh, trivia, competitions, all that stuff. Compliments to the man, Josh himself, who spends a lot of time making those. I love it. So if you haven't got your tickets yet, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Um, we have to pay per person to reserve your spot in the, the bar. It's going to be packed, right? It's New Year's Eve. It's college, college football playoffs. So if you do not... Uh, pre-register at 49ers Rush Road Trip, we're going to have limited space. So we're paying to reserve your spot in this awesome freaking bar. We're going to have a great time. I'm very, very excited about it. But let's get to this. Can the 49ers be better than what we have seen? I think that they can. And even if it's not from improved player play from players that are already playing, which we've started to see, you know, it's just it's stacking on top of themselves. You get back some big-time playmakers. You just got back Javon Kinlaw. He came in, played 16 plays, made a huge impact. Wait till he gets up. If if he gets up to that 25 to 30 snap uh, per game, that would be, oh, that's a whole nother. You think it's hard to run against the 40 hours now? Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. On top of that, Kevin Givens, he's on the cusp. Right, I don't think that he'll come back until the wild card round of the playoffs. But again, you're getting him back, which is exciting news. On top of that, Debo Samuel is expected to resume practice this week. You know, we talk about the 49ers injuries probably more than most teams because the 49ers have just been through it. Let's just be honest. They get hurt all the dang time. This injury, Debo's injury, we got lucky. Super lucky. What's up, Dan? Appreciate the kind words he says. Um, rush road trips are the best, man. We got to hang out in Carolina, I think it was, with him and his family. And 
Man, it was just awesome. Uh, it was awesome. He goes on to say, Kinlaw, Debo, Mitchell, all added back to the squad. Ah, oh, I freaking love it, man. Um, I, I am. Let me just say this about Debo. I really thought his leg snapped in half. Then I thought it was a super high ankle sprain. Turns out it was none of those things. It was best case scenario, two to three weeks. Shanahan said last week Debo could have started practicing if they needed him last week. Well, we got a 71-yard end-around touchdown to Ray Ray. We talked a little bit about that last episode. But, man, Debo coming back is huge. It's – you know, we did our 1 through 90 where we ranked everybody this offseason. Man, let me see where I had Debo because I think I had him pretty high. I had him four, okay? I had him fourth. I, I think he still would be fourth. Um, I had quarterback Trey Lance one, Nick Bosa two, Trent Williams three, Debo four. Debo's still up there. I, I think I might like he's three, four, or five. There's no doubt about it. And, and to put into perspective a little bit, you just put up 30 points and a half without Debo. That's crazy to me. Like I, I know I've said it before, and I'm just gonna keep saying it. It's crazy what has been accomplished these last few weeks. Again, let's just stick with this, okay? I know I'm getting off task of talking about Debo, but here's the thing. The 49ers have scored over 30 points three out of four games. How many games has Brock Purdy played? Four games. Miami, 33 points. Tampa Bay, 35 points. Seattle 21, and that was, you know, both teams running, controlling the clock, whatever. Uh, wasn't the best game, but you controlled it. You got your 21 points, short week, hostile environment, on the road, 21. All right, cool. Then 37. So 33, 35, 21, 37. That's how many points you put up in one month. That's a lot of points. And Debo is coming back. He's coming back. How okay, the 49ers are on an eight and O streak, right? They've won eight consecutive games. This ties Kyle Shanahan's best all-time win streak back in 2019. Remember, he went eight and oh, then we lost the game. So he's tied it. He's had <laughs> 2019, 2022. He's had eight game win streaks. Wins this game against the Las Vegas Raiders. Ah, it's just weird to say. It's a new record, nine straight wins. Going into the playoffs, we're the hottest team. It's not even close. Ah, I, I just, man, I, I look at it and it just gives me chill bumps what it could be. Just what it could be. And Debo adds that element, I don't give a damn who the quarterback is, right? You could be the Jeff Saturday, terribly coached and terribly managed you know, Colts. If you got Debo on that team, good things are going to start happening. And you're adding that to what Purdy's already put on the table. Josh says, man, that film showed Purdy got something about him. We finished the first half of film this morning. Um, it was funny. My schedule was weird because I'm I'm going to Las Vegas, so I'm trying to get everything done early so that I could you know, go be with my wife's family and not be working the whole time. And the film got loaded late from the NFL because it's Christmas, and I'm thankful for that. Like I'm glad that they gave – people time off to be with their family. So I was expecting to break down film all day yesterday. Well, it wasn't up. So I set my alarm, 
3.30 this morning, I know, early, and sure enough, woke up and film was up. So I woke up, broke down film for a couple hours, uh, then went back to bed. <laughs> I went to bed at like 6.30. So I worked for like three hours, then crashed while the film uploaded. Um, so the first half is out on Patreon. The second half is loading still. I don't know why the YouTube's going slow, but that should be up around 5, uh, the second half. And the second half was just unreal. Let me score 30 points and a half without Debo. I, I don't know. I don't know what the most impressive thing is about Purdy because whatever I think it is, he tops it. He just topped it this week. I, I thought he played wonderfully well. I really, really did. I, I, I thought he played great. He just keeps showing whatever it is. Um, it, it's awesome. Uh, Melissa says, John, have you ever seen so much vicious hate like the anti Juwan Jennings crowd who wait for any Blad play? Wait, the Niners fan base social media is pretty toxic, or at least there's a faction of them. I'm pretty big on protecting what you see and what comes across your screen. Um, I think the mute button uh, is, is one of the best things that you could ever do. And yeah, certain people just, I don't know. Um, and you know, I, I will, you know what? I'm not even going to speak up on this because I'm going to allow. The wonderful uh, George Kittle go and address this topic about Juwan Jennings. Based on the look, and then I mean, it was a run play. We canned it to the play or the keeper. Um, I called touchdown in the huddle. I said, "Hey, if you guys block down because it's made the whole thing is if you can it, the guys on the left side of the field, uh, whether I think it was Juwan and Ayuk. I Juwan has like a go, and Ayuk has a deep comeback. And basically, it's if George gets the ball, you guys are lead blockers." And uh, based on their defense and look that I saw, the backers completely overplayed it. Um, I didn't know 100% if I get the ball in that space. And, I mean, Juwan, um, I know he had one really weird play today. But besides that, I mean, Ayuk's long run and my touchdown, he was blocking. Um, the amount of, like, what he brings, Juwan, it's incredible. Uh, his downfield presence, he's always, his effort on every single play. I love playing with a guy like that. I know you didn't ask me about Juwan, but that needs to be recognized because he's phenomenal. And, you know, like, again, like, if you look, and I, I think I may have spoke on this before, if you look at Kendrick Bourne, who's put up some solid games for the Patriots, but Kendrick Bourne, that bigger kind of slot-wide receiver, right, the 49ers spent a third-round pick on Jalen Hurt, um, Hurd, sorry, uh, for that bigger slot-wide receiver, and then you get Juwan Jennings in the seventh round, bigger slot-wide receiver. They always get compared to each other. Juwan Jennings is very, very different than Kendrick Bourne ever was. Kendrick Bourne was repeatedly one of the lowest blocking, graded run blocking wide receivers we had on the team consistently. The drops were there. The energy was there. Juwan Jennings is a freaking brick house. And again, if you watch the film with us on Patreon, you always hear me chuckling because I, I the film shows everything. And it shows, it usually carries over about three seconds after the play is over. And you see Juwan Jennings, and now you're starting to see Ayuk a little bit more this year, just freaking hand fighting, chest bumping, shoulder shrugging, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, it's a mental game. So you, you've seen penalties that Juwan Jennings has brought about because he's just in the de defensive's head because he's just, he's all over the place, man. That dude is fighting like crazy. And so I, I love it, man. Um, I love it. <laughs> and so I, I'm, I'm a very, very big Juwan Jennings fan. Was I pissed whenever he caused Brock Purdy that interception? I was. We all should be. Just like I was pissed when McGlinchey jumped off sides twice. Uh, just like I was pissed whenever there was, you know, penalty on the defense. Like, yeah, 
anger's okay. Anger's okay. But yeah, everybody, social media, people go off the rails a little bit. Uh, hopefully, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, we chill just a little bit and cooler heads prevail. But uh, it's what it is. It's what is. S1K Friday said, did you see the 49ers are number one in the NFL power rankings? Yeah, I think that was... Um, from I I've got I don't like that cat I think it's Mac Mike Florio the Pro Football Talk I think is what it is PFT yeah I saw him having one which is crazy uh, because he's most anti Niner Shanahan guy ever but uh yeah Niner should be at least in the mix I think there's five teams I was talking with a buddy I was like I think there's five teams that can win the Super Bowl I think that's it AFC you've got Buffalo Kansas City. And the Bengals, Cincinnati, right? I think those three are the clear powerhouses. Uh, we don't even know who's going to be one, two, or three out of that group. And then in the NFC, it's Eagles and Niners. I think those are the only five teams that I would consider viable Super Bowl winning teams. Like if somebody said, like, oh yeah, you know, the Bengals won the Super Bowl this year, I'd be like, okay, I, I understand that like that's not a shocker. If somebody came out and said, Oh, the Vikings won the Super Bowl, I'd be like, No, they didn't. Like this is not reality. This is not real. Like Vikings don't have a chance to win the Super Bowl. And y'all can bookmark this and maybe I'm wrong. Uh, but I just, they're not a championship caliber team with that defense. It's a freaking joke. And yeah, you can, you know, irk out, you know, all these games in the last minute. It's incredible what it's happened. But when you play against a top 10 defense and a top 10 offense, one mistake, that's going to end it. So uh, they're up there. There's no doubt about it. Uh, they're up there. Um, Mercenary says, actually scares me that Debo is coming back so soon. Hope he's at least 99% and limited snaps. Okay, that's interesting. Because I, I want to see if I could find this, this clip. Here we go. You know, Shanahan was asked, this was, I think, a week ago. But I kept this clip because I thought it was so awesome. When Shanahan was asked about, like, rushing players back or resting players, now that you're locked in the playoffs, uh, Mercenary, I think, Kyle Shanahan's talking to you and me on this clip right here, brother. I think that's one of the biggest mistakes people make just watching it over the years. That's my opinion. I I would understand if you're getting ready for a seven-game series. Um, I don't think football's like that. It's three and a half hours. It's one shot. I've seen I've been on a lot of teams where you rest guys and um, or give guys a few more weeks, and those are usually the guys who struggle the most um, in that first playoff game. So, um, But where there other, I think what situations are different is um, like last year, when it came down to our last game, um, you have guys that are fighting to play because they're right on the bubble of not being able to play. And in this situation, those guys you would definitely rest. So anybody who has an injury that um, could risk them for the following week or something like that, that's to me the decisions now that there is no decision. Um, definitely rest them. Yeah, so, you know, stick it with that idea. Shannon had said a week ago, they could have returned Debo last week if they were like in need of him, if they were like, you know, in that kind of tough situation, but they're not. So they rested him. Now it seems like he's just going to be coming back to possibility to practice. So I do think that they're doing all right. I, I really, really do. Um, yeah, I, I'm not too concerned. Yeah, I'm really not too concerned. Oh, what's up? Triple Dot says 15, Juwan Jennings, block someone into the shadow realm on that Kittle touchdown. That's the thing. Like we want to focus on what we what draws attention to the broadcast eye, right? Offensive linemen, for example. Like you never hear about offensive linemen in the broadcast view, like barely ever. But whenever you do hear them, it's usually a penalty or they gave up a sack. That's it, right? 
how often do you talk about wide receivers that block? That's not sexy, right? That's not going to draw Tony Romo's, you know, whatever, call of the week. It, that's not what it is, right? You want to talk about the big name guys, which Juwan Jennings isn't, the seventh round pick, you know, I mean, yeah, whatever. But that's not what this team is. This team is unselfish. This team is lunch pill. And nobody, and I mean nobody, embodies that more than Juwan Jennings. And so, yeah, I, I wouldn't plan on doing a whole Juwan Jennings rant. But that dude, he's for real now. He's for real. Now, if you look at his his score on uh, Pro Football Focus, it was low. 17th out of 18th players. Now, that dropped, you know, pass that led to interception was huge. But he still had a top five run blocking grade. And, man, I want to, I I'm curious. I'm going to look this up real quick where he is on the year as far as run blocking goes because oop, I'm still on the wrong thing. Sorry about that. Just give me a quick second. I'm over here. I, I got to get better than that. Like you look at where Jawan Jennings is. Oh, he's lower. He's a little lower than I thought he'd be. I'm not going to lie. Interesting. Uh, Yeah, he's lower than I thought he would be. He's got a 50.1 grade, uh, which is crazy to me because he makes such a positive impact on so many plays. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, as somebody that's walked watched all the plays, uh, I'm just telling you, man, that dude makes an impact. Mercenary, again, says Jenny is scrappy as hell and gets under the opposing defense's skin easy. He's gotten as many flags, positive yards. It's hidden yards. It's yards we can't see, and that's what I like. I, I like that kind of stuff. Um, now, not only is Debo coming back, we got another one. Elijah Mitchell, baby, number 25. Just can't stay healthy, but to quote Shanahan, quote, very good progress. No setbacks, end quote, says Kyle Shanahan. And they're expecting to open the practice window as early as Friday. Early as Friday. So, I mean, that's crazy that, again, you're getting Debo back. That's huge. What if you get another running back that Kyle Shanahan trusts? <laughs> he doesn't trust TDP. He doesn't trust Jordan Mason for some reason, uh, you know, in the first half at least. Those guys almost never get work. But Elijah Mitchell coming back is huge. Is he going to last for very long? That's another question. Um, I hate the injuries that he has had, but mm, that's rough. And I think, oh, David, shout out to David. He says, David's been on top of the situation from the start. He says, according to Shanahan, you are correct about the NFI IR situation. Never doubted you, John. It wasn't me. Like, that would, I, my whole thing was, like I read it off of, and I read it on the show. I even put it on the show from the NFL.com site. This is a new year with new rules. There's no, like you can't read the NFL rule book on certain things with regards to transactions. It's not available. So the only thing that was out there said, you know, pup, NFI, IR, you get eight to return. A player can come back twice, Elijah Mitchell's case. And if they do that with Kinlaw coming back, that's it. No more IR guys coming back. Kalia Davis not coming back. So if they activate the practice window, you still have that spot. It's until they're on the roster, right? So we saw Ken Law come back in practice. They activated him the day of the game. Then he started. Boom, that was seven. So just because you activate, uh, what's it called, the practice window, that doesn't count as your eight spot yet because you can choose not to bring him back. But with Elijah Mitchell, they will. They will. Uh, 21 day would open. Um, yeah, there was a lot of conflicting reports out there. And my stance always was like, this is not a victory lap at all. Is man, this is what I read. I have not found anything in print from a credible 
NFL official account or website saying it didn't count. I, I know there were a lot of people saying that, you know, different people were out there saying it. It's not that they were, uh, they might've been wrong, but I think it was just weird to interpret. Does that make sense? Um, so Niners got one spot left and, you know, to stick with that, one of the spots they used earlier in the year was to bring back Curtis Robinson, who they just cut last week. But now he's back on the practice squad. They brought back linebacker Curtis Robinson. He's more of a special teamer. Um, and released cornerback Trey Swilling, uh, who was another practice squad guy that literally just cycling guys through there. So, you know, they probably should have been a little stingier at the start of the year. And I think that's one of the learning movements uh, from this year from Kyle Shanahan, which, and again, this wasn't in my notes, but one of the things that I'm probably most happy about is that Kyle Shanahan continues to grow and evolve and mature, which, let's be honest, up to this year, we haven't seen a lot of it. We saw a lot of Kyle's, a lot of stubborn Kyle Shanahan. We saw a lot of not admitting mistakes, all those things. This year, I really feel, man, like you're turning a corner. You're turning a corner. Ah, I, I, I like it, man. And, you know, you've got Jimmy Garoppolo, who's not on IR. You're just healthy scratching him every week. Debo, not on IR. Kevin Givens, not on IR, right? You're just leaving those guys over there so that you can bring them back. And, and we're getting to that point. Debo's coming back, right? Now, Jimmy Garoppolo got his cast off this week. So he is now castless, huge step up. Um, and again, not on IR. Now, his agent is saying, oh, he's not going to be ready in time for the Super Bowl, even if that is the case. And I think it's a break case for emergencies only type of situation where, hey, man, you're going to be the backup quarterback. You don't take Purdy out of what he's doing right now. We'll talk more about that in a second. But Jimmy's just like, just in case, break glass in case of emergency. That's what Jimmy is. And it's a super long shot. And, you know, we'll, we'll have to see about that. But. Uh, we'll see. Uh, David says, using hindsight, we should put Jimmy on IR, not Ridgeway. Yeah, Ridgeway's probably done. You know, if you bring back Elijah Mitchell, that's done. But, 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 Kinlaw came back, and we weren't expecting that. I'd take Kinlaw over Ridgeway. I'd take Kinlaw over Ridgeway. Um, I'd take Givens over Ridgeway. It's different the way that they look, the way that they play. Hmm. Yeah, uh, but man, again, back to this whole Shanahan thing. Josh says, Kyle's play call has been off the charts. Um, besides a handful of calls. Yeah, there's always going to be those. I didn't like the fourth and one call. We talked about that last show. But man, Kyle's been, whew, he cooking, baby. What is not working? That That's the thing. Like, red zone? Okay, cool. You put up 30 points and a half. You put up 30 points and a half. You, you got to be careful with what your complaints are. You know what I mean? Like, all right, all right, 30 points and a half, yeah. Nobody, I, best offense of all time. If you were to ask them, hey, you're going to score 30 points and a half. Okay, we won this game, period. Unless you're the Jeff Saturday Colts, who will continue to be the exception to every damn rule there is because they're just such a mess. <laughs> uh, they're, they're just such a mess. Now, um, I wanted to get in. I've got a quick email um, that I wanted to talk about uh, from Thomas, who I thought this was kind of cool. And so I, I want to jump in. I want to switch gears a little bit here. But before we do, 
the number one place to support this channel, to support what we do, this community, allow us to do all these events, all these giveaways, all those things. It's Patreon, baby. And if you haven't signed up yet, trust me, it's worth taking a look. If you haven't already, go ahead and click that subscribe button. And right next to that subscribe button is the bell. Once you click on that, click all. That way, anytime we go live, you will get notified and you will be able to enter into all of the giveaways that we do for Countdown Crew. And to be honest with you, it is by far the best way to support our channel. Thank you. Hit that subscribe button. Turn on all notifications. All right. Here we go. I definitely... Push the wrong button there, but that's okay. We're sticking with it. Uh, <laughs> now, if, if you know, Thomas asked this question. Shout out to Thomas E. He emailed me. And if you want to email me stuff, you know, whatever is the best way for contact, uh, we are open. Twitter's the best for me at JL underscore Chapman. But email, that's fine too. 49ersRushPodcast at gmail.com. Um, that's another way as well. He says this. This is from Thomas. He says, I'm always optimistic about what the 49ers can do. However, I will never overestimate what the 49ers can do and let the play on the field determine the outcome. I'm just trying to stay humble, but I think all 49ers fans should do the same and enjoy the ride, as you have said several times in your podcast. This is kind of the thing. Okay, let me just kind of let you in a little bit of who John Chapman is. Whether it's fantasy football, poker, video games, Monopoly with my family, bowling, don't care. I am a person that wants to talk trash. I love being overconfident. That's just who I am. Now, I'm not a jerk about it. And I always smile and like whatever. Like if if I've, I realize like my son's not like into this, like I'm not trying to like make people feel bad. That's not what I am. However, I love talking trash. I do. It's just who I am. Um, now, whenever it comes to being a fan of my sports team, if I'm talking to – Charles, you guys all know Chuck, uh, host Chuck B. Uh, he's done a lot of stuff with the show in the past. He's an Eagles guy. I'm talking trash to him hardcore. If I'm talking to David Walner, who was on here earlier, Cowboys fan, I'm talking trash nonstop. That's who I am. Now, my personal takes on the 49ers is usually very confident. Very, very confident. But always staying in the moment. I think probably one of the biggest problems, this isn't really a football issue, I think it's a life issue. You know, everybody like looks towards the end and whatever, you know, again, real quick, uh, let, let's take a little turn through Chapman journey here. Whenever I was in grad school, I started a real estate company with a couple friends. We bought these old fixer up houses in Kansas city. First house we bought was, uh, it was $30,000, uh, which was hilarious. It was like a 110 year old home, whatever. A anyway, we fix them up, sell them, whatever else rent them out, whatever. It was, it was, we made some money. I hated every second of it. I hated it. It was cold. Kansas city's freezing it, working outside. I, I couldn't stand it. I, I did not enjoy it. I wasn't around people. I'm an energy, energy guy. Like I love people. And so I was starting to fall into that trap of like, man, I can't wait till, you know, Saturday and Sunday or whatever. And I was working most days on the weekend. Anyway, that's what happens when you do your own business. And my wife literally asked me, she did the whole like, well, if you do anything, what would you do? Which is like corny. But I was like, man, I'd coach high school ball. I Like, that's what I want to do. I want to be around kids that need help and, you know, just be a positive influence. And so she's like, well, then just do that. Like, she didn't really care that about much about money, whatever else. So we did it. We, we moved to Texas, coached football. And the difference was I enjoy Tuesdays. That's what, like, like my motto was I want to look forward to Tuesdays, not the weekends. That's important to me. I want to enjoy life. 
It's all I, I say all of this to say, enjoy the journey, baby. Enjoy where we are at. Enjoy week 17, which the 49ers are in now. I know we want to look for the quest for six. I know we want to look for the Super Bowl. I know we got power rankings. I know we got playoff seedings. I know that. And they're coming. But enjoy beating the commander's rear end, right? Enjoy the week leading up to watching Derek Carr cry with mascara on in his press conference because that's coming. It's coming. Enjoy, you know, week, week 18 playing against the freaking Cardinals. Enjoy that moment. J.J. Watt's last game is going to be against the 49ers, against Mike, Mike McGlinchey. Uh, his PR guy is pretty damn smart, by the way. Having the entire conversation focused on him. But, like, that's the thing. So, Thomas, I love this email. Love the conversation. Stay humble. Be in the moment. I'm still going to talk trash one-on-one style. But don't let that take away from, man, this is eight solid weeks in a row of being an awesome fan and having a great experience. Don't let social media and those conversations take away from where we are now, um, if that makes sense. If that makes sense. Um, still look, he says, John, you're doing a tailgate in Vegas. We are not. We're doing a party the night before or the day before. Um, we are going to be again at tailgate. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis, more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit match of up to $100 over on Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer.
If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Social um, on Saturday, giving a whole bunch of stuff. I won't be giving away twice as much stuff. Um, we're going to be there. Now, there are two other tailgates that are available. One's at Gordon Biersch, which we threw a party at for the draft. Um, the day of the party. And then one is at the S bar in Mandalay Bay, which we also threw a party at for the draft as well. Um, so I will probably be stopping by that one. The party at S bar Mandalay Bay, I have no affiliation with whatsoever. I have no control. I know some of the people that are throwing it, but like, that's nothing to do with me. Like I'm just going to show up just to show up. Um, that's a free event. Just walk up, say what's up. I'm pretty sure it, just walk up. It's a free event. You got to pay for your own food and stuff, whatever else, but that's there. Um, so yeah, not doing a tailgate there. It just wasn't happening uh, the way that I wanted to. And, you know, it's just so expensive out there with new year's Eve and we couldn't get the venue that I wanted. That was close enough and back and forth, back and forth. And I eventually just washed my hands of it. So I apologize for that, but I will probably stop by the S bar on my way to the game. Um, in Mandalay Bay. So if you just go to Mandalay Bay, ask where the S-Bar is, that's where the Niners fans will be, and they'll walk across the bridge uh, to go to the game. That's the plan. Um, oh, what's up, CG? CG Ruthless, man. Love it, dude. Uh, enjoyed seeing the picture of you and 49ers Chili, man, uh, at the game last week. That's awesome. I wish I was there for you guys. Um, anyway, I, I love it. Love it. Uh, I, I missed. I'm behind on the chats now. I apologize. Uh, thank you, Jay Aguayo. I love it. Um, he says, is Mason okay to play for the Raiders game? Glad to see 99. Yeah, Mason was fine. He played. He had the scare on the opening kickoff coverage, which kickoff coverage was awesome this past week. But he did well. Um, and then um, you, they switched him because he had hamstring tightness in practice. And TDP took that spot. So, yeah, my guess is Mason would retake that spot. Uh, there's no TDP played okay. He really did. Film was all right, but not Mason worthy. Um, that did not Mason worthy. So uh, my assumption is that Mason will be the number two. That's my assumption. So that's there. Oh, what's up, man? Uh, Smoker Niner guy says smoking Niner guy. The Patreon is well worth it. Zoom calls are fire. And the, the, my favorite thing about Zoom calls, Kenneth, you know, right here, he's all the way around the world. And so he's, he's in freaking Okinawa. We got people joining from Guam. We got people on the East Coast. We've had people from Australia. We've got locals. And, you know, we'll be doing another Zoom session right after the new year. Once I get back from the Vegas uh, trip, we'll be doing that on there. So that we'll, we'll get that opportunity to, to put that in there. So uh, that would be there. Now, a couple other things that I wanted to get to before I uh, want to get some more conversations uh, in the chat, more questions in the chat. Um, since as Vegas got to be lit, uh, I'm so pumped about it. I love Vegas. I really, really do. I just like energy, man. I could just walk up and down the strip constantly getting beverages and just being around people that want to have a good time. I love it. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Oh, what's up, man? We got people out here from Virginia beach. I am curious, uh, throw in the chat. Where are you listening from? And, 
Uh, as you guys throw in the chat where uh, you guys are listening from, it's time to give away a freaking hat, uh, right? We, we got to do it. I probably waited too long. The winner of the Twitter residency hat giveaway, which we do all the time, is, man, listen to this Twitter handle. It's perfect. 49ers for life uh, at life underscore 49ers. Talk about somebody that wants to freaking, you know, be a part of the community. Woo. Uh, so shout out to him. I will reach out to him on Twitter. Uh, we'll get that taken care of. I'll, I'll, you know, we'll get that covered. Again, this compliments of an anonymous Patreon subscriber that uh, just wants to freaking help people, you know, build the community. And why not look good, man? We're trying to make everybody look good. Oh, we got Philly out here. Now, all of you hashtag CC people uh, live in the chat today. Tomorrow, we have the John and Wayne show at 1230 Pacific time. We will be given another one from uh, just from the people that are live in this chat and live tomorrow. Juan, what's up, man? I, I, I'm going to mispronounce this. Lompoc? Lompoc? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okinawa? Look at this. Portsmouth? Man, so many freaking awesome people. Oh, we got New Jersey, my East Coasters. I love it. Niner Empire says, Kyle doesn't make mistakes. No, he doesn't. Never does. Colorado Springs, San Diego, Bay Area. Whew. I love that. Uh, and yeah, Niner, Niner Stu says, Purdy wore that hat. There you go. It's a great hat. Oh, Australia. What's up, Steve? I love it, man. Dude, this is awesome. Shot Jay, congrats to the winner. Oh, we got China in the house. What's up, Jim? You know, it's pretty fun when you know where i upload the audio platform right um which i go through spotify network um it shows you like little geolocations where people listen or download which is really really fun and man you know i one time i looked just at one episode and it was 17 countries 17 different countries listen to one episode of the 49ers rush like that's that's crazy to me um that's crazy to me, and I'm I'm so freaking thankful. It just now we have this medium, right? Like if if this wasn't around, I'm very lucky to be <laughs> in the time period that I am in. What's up, Mister Garcia? Uh, he says Pasadena. That's my people right there. I'm in uh, Pasadena. Well, technically Altadena, but right there. Um, yeah, Juan. He tried to help with the pronunciation, and I still can't do it. Hashtag Texas Lompoc. Lompoc is that right? Lompoki. <laughs> I know somebody's chuckling right now. Just like, man, yeah, education down there is rough. Daryl, thank you for the gift, man. He is from Hartford, Connecticut. What's up? The land that is Wayne Breezy. Man, uh, this is incredible. Montenegro? Ooh. North Memphis. I love it, man. Some of my favorite food in the world in Memphis. My dad built uh, apartment complexes, and so we would travel around the southeast. He was based out of Atlanta. But, man, we did a job one summer in Memphis building some apartments. And so, like, we just stayed in, like, the travel lodge that was there. But, man, I ate well. Oh, I love me some food from the south, man. I love it. I love it. All right, let's get back to a couple more takeaways that I wanted to jump on. Finish the entire f f offensive breakdown um, versus the commanders. And I got to be really honest with you. Mike McGlinchey, and this might upset some people, I thought he had one of the best games of his entire career. Maybe not the best game, but it's a top five. I understand the body language and the two false starts on third down, both in the red zone scoring position. And yeah, he took points off the board. I get that. I get that. And that's problematic. I'm not trying to discount that. I'm just trying to say the film 
once the ball was snapped, which is a pretty big caveat. I'll just be honest with you. But once the ball was snapped, that dude balled his rear end off. And it wasn't just in the run protection because usually the comment is, oh, he's really good in the run game, but he's got a couple bad issues in the passing game. Nope, not this game. And he was going up against stud after stud after stud. Chase Young, right? Montez Sweat, Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne. You saw him against reps against all of them in pass pro. And guess what? Dude did awesome. I think he gave up one pressure. Not a quarterback hit, just a pressure. If you had the two penalties, but I, I'm telling you guys, I know he broke his ribs. Uh, I think it was like the Chiefs game or whatever. I think he's playing his best football of his career. Last four or five weeks. It's best football of his career. Most consistent football of his career. And, you know, the body language I don't like. And it's rough. It, mercenary. Man, I appreciate how active you are in the chat. I haven't seen you around much, so, like, I love it. Thank you. Um, you know, he says the two false starts stick out like a sore thumb, but it, yeah, did he take points off the board? He did, but also you don't get that 71 yard touchdown without him. You don't get it. Like he was the guy. Now, Willie Steed had a great block. You know, Kittle had a great block. CMC had a great block on that play. It was a lot of people, but the most difficult block of that whole play, it was, it was number 69. Nice. Um, Man, I, I don't know. And David says, if we lit 69 walk, he will be expensive to replace. OTs are hard to find. And, and this is the thing I keep saying. Like, I understand the McGlinchey hate because if I put those 10 plays a year or shoot 20 plays a year together, back to back to back, you guys are going to throw up. It's disgusting. But I can also show you, well, I can show you 20 bad plays. How many snaps he played this year? Uh, let's Let's see here. Yeah. Mike McGlinchey is the third highest graded run blocker. He's played 918 snaps this year. 918. So it, it like he's got 25 terrible ones. He's got 900 great ones. Ah, good to great. That's pretty damn consistent. The the I don't know. I don't know. When we traded for Christian McCaffrey and his contract, right, he's scheduled to make $12 million over the course of the next three years. I said right away, that was McGlinchey's money. And I still don't feel very confident that McGlinchey will be signed by the 49ers. But where I was a month ago on McGlinchey's long-term status with the 49ers and where I am today, it's different. It's different. Not saying that it should be re-signed. I'm just saying... Again, you go back to these last uh, four games, right? 33 points, 35 points, 21, 37 points. McGlinchey played a big role in that and a positive one. I'm not quite so I'm not quite sure he's gonna leave at the end of this year. He's gonna cost money. He's gonna cost 12 to 14 million dollars. Like that's just what it is. There's like five good right tackles in the NFL. Maybe five. That's it. Everybody else trying to find a right tackle. There are 15 teams that would love to have Mike McGlinchey as their right tackle. That's just the facts of the case. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Oh, look at this. Aaron says, what's up with Chapman wearing Cowboys colors? I like the Chapman with the T. Uh, nice little dig there. I appreciate that. Um, I, I just got back from a Christmas party. I literally threw on a hat like to appease you guys. I had like the do-up 
You know what I mean? I, I had it like, you know, I had like the part to the side. It was it was a Christmas party, so I threw this on to get you guys. It's not Cowboys colors. It's more Christmas festive whatever colors was the idea. I I wear Niner stuff everywhere I go, and so I asked my wife before the Christmas party. I was like, "Do uh, you want me and the boys to like wear nice stuff?" That's how I phrase it. She like looked at me like, "Yes," and I was like, "Okay." So this was nice, right? Layered. Come on, man. You gotta give me some credit. <laughs> you gotta give me credit. Um, let's see here, Dan. Why did E Man and oh JV talk about Jason Verrett have to get hurt this year? Yeah, man, I hate it. Um, you know, what could have been, right? But I, I'll say this: it, it, this was one of the questions in the chat. I think it was here. We go from Josh. He says, "Are you worried about Demo going any further?" Right? No, I'm not. I'm not. Did Demo get taken advantage of versus some very good wide receivers? He did. But here's what didn't happen. He didn't give up a touchdown. Wasn't on him. Didn't give up a lot of space. There were some acrobatic catches in some contested areas. One of those plays was when Nick Bosa was out. I'm not too concerned, to be honest with you. I'm really, really not. Is he you know, a top-tier corner or whatever or any of those things? I don't think so. But he didn't have to be with this team. And so, like, I'm okay. I'm okay with him. I really, really am. And I'm okay with some of the busted coverages. Like, people, we're watching a historically great defense. You just gave up 20 points. Like, that's the cause for concern? 20 points? Like, it's today's NFL. I don't know. Um, and Shanahan was asked. Like, he talked. The question was about the secondary, but it was pretty much, okay, busted Hufunga coverage and what happened with Samuel Womack and what happened with Demo. I mean, I got to always watch with the film. Um, I I think they did good enough to win, that was for sure. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, when Mooney came out, they came in and la- launched a couple. Uh, that was way too fast of a score. We got to do better job making that play. Um, it was both Sammy and Gip. They both seemed there and had a chance to make the play, but they didn't come down with it. Um, but um, on the keeper that they had in the first half, we should, Huff was right there for the sack. Um, D'Amico had a good call. I mean, they ran a bootleg right into a blitz, and Huff just missed him, and they gave a huge explosive there. They got him for a touchdown. So overall, I was pretty happy. The next couple of days look like Levi. And so, like, was it was it great? No, but... It wasn't awful either. What's up, Still Looking? Appreciate the gift in the Super Chat. I love it. Um, thank you so much, your generosity. There was no question attached to it, so if you want a question, throw that up there. I'd love to – or a comment. I'd love to get that up there, but uh, sorry about that. But, you know, if you're worried about Demo, guess what? Samuel Womack's a backup. You saw what happened whenever he came in. It was very clear. The commander's entire game plan was, we are not throwing at number seven. We are not throwing it at him. He had one target for zero catches. Charvarius Ward. As soon as he left, whenever he got nauseous, Samuel Womack came in, back-to-back targets to at, at that guy. So, you know, okay, let's say you are concerned about Demo and you don't like him. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Um, <laughs> At least it's not Josh Norman who just got signed by the Panthers. I'll take it. I'll take that all day. Nick, uh, he says, uh, jumped on here late, but later, better late than never trying to get this dude out in vegas i hope he's coming and yeah, i hope he's coming i love it i love it uh <laughs> try to get him out there uh, oh here we go still look he said i don't know why my message didn't post but are you planning on road trips next season not trying to rush 
uh, because I've definitely enjoyed this ride. Man, hey, I appreciate it. So here's what happens. A little peek behind the curtain for the 49ers Rush Road Trip. The schedule comes out. I immediately run to my wife like a little child showing, like, the ribbon that, you know, he got her a championship trophy from the science fair. I don't know. Uh, bad analogy. But I go to, to my wife and I say, lovely wife um, who allows me to do all these wonderful things. Which games am I allowed to go to? I literally asked for permission. She's, we did 12 games this year, right? So, like, if she says no, then no. But, yes, we are going to a lot of games. And next year, this is going to be a little bit different. We are going to do more home games next year. This year, we did one, the Miami game, and we're doing the wild card game. So, you know, if you want to, um, again, you know, we, we're doing the home game, which I'm so pumped about, uh, this wild card game. So we're going to be in blue lot number one. I am changing the location, so the red arrow on here. People had a little bit hard time finding it, so I found a better one. I just haven't updated the map. Uh, but anyway, we are going to be in blue lot number one, and we'll be there. Whenever the tailgate, whenever they announce the game, I'll be there. So we're doing that one. So for next year... We're going to be doing a lot of the road games, but we're also going to be doing some home games. So I don't know how many yet. My guess is probably in that kind of 7 to 10 range. Uh, it was pretty taxing on the fam, and uh, <laughs> it's, just, it's rough being away every single weekend and the amount of time it takes putting these events on. It's not easy. I'm not saying people were suggesting it is easy just a lot of time and money that goes into these and i'll be honest with you some road trips we made money some road trips we lost money we threw the coolest most unbelievable parties in mexico i feel like but man we lost money and so fortunately this is how i feed my family so we're tr all constantly trying to find ways to make these profitable uh to where they don't cost us money to throw parties but also people have great experiences uh, shout out to Coach Cruz, Vicky, Wayne. I mean, we got a crazy rush road crew. Josh. I mean, just awesome people that are helping all the time. And we're we're figuring it out, but we're gonna figure it out together. And no, we're not putting it away. So uh, once the dates get announced, that's when we will let you know. Um, yeah, and if there's a road trip that you really want us to go, because we want to go where the people go, right? Uh, if if we go to an event and not a lot of people are going to show up there, well, we don't want to do that. When Bryant Young got elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, I was like, hell yeah, we're going to Canton, Ohio. So I booked the trip, and I started setting up the trip, and nobody ever got a ticket for it. And it like, and I mean nobody. And so we talked about it on the show a couple times. I was like, well, I want to see kind of how it goes. Nobody really reached out. Canton's a weird place. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, it's, it's all about figuring those things out. We'll figure that out. Jay, thank you for the gift, my friend. He says, McGlinchey came back from a really bad injury, though. He did. The problem was... Before he got injured, he was bad, right? Um, you know, his rookie year, he was great. Second year, step back a little bit. Third year, step back big time. Then the injury. Then, you know, where we are now. But solid month. Solid month. Uh, John says, hate to be the bearer of bad news. D'Amico will be the next Broncos head coach. I don't know, man. I don't know about that. Maybe. I would have a hard time going to a place without a quarterback and they're financially strapped, and the picks are strapped, and that's a rough franchise. It's great value. It's just bought by Walmart. But there are only 32 head coaches positions. So I do believe D'Amico will go, but, man, I would not want to go there. Mm -mm -mm. I, I, if I was picking head coaching jobs, 
I ain't going there. Um, I'd rather go to Carolina, to be honest with you, than I don't want to go play in Denver where it's the best division in all of football and you have the worst quarterback. No, thank you. No, I'm good. I would much rather go to Carolina where Tom Brady's, whether he retires or not, that team's not good anymore. You're playing against the Falcons. You're playing against the Bucks. You're playing against the Saints. Yeah, that's where I would go. That's just me. Uh, <laughs> Nick says no pressure on me. You're coming to hang out, buddy. Uh, it's not your choice. Uh, <laughs> Nick's the man, dude. If you've never met Nick at one of our events, the dude is just, I, I, I call him Oprah just because he'd be giving stuff away all the time and just making sure everybody has a good time. He's, he's awesome, man. He's, he's just such a good dude. But what podcast would be complete without talking about Brock Purdy? We have not gone in depth on Brock Purdy today, so I apologize. Uh, let's do some stats first. Then let's hear from some of the players uh, just on how they feel about him. Um, this came out from CBS, uh, NFL and CBS. Since Brock Purdy took over week 13, uh, that was the Miami game where they scored 33 points. He has a 110 passer rating, number one in the NFL. He has 7.5% passes to touchdowns. Okay, so for every, right, 7% of passes, that's going to be a touchdown. Best in the NFL. And, of course, won every single game. You've won four games in a row. Now, he wasn't the starter for the Miami game, but he came in on the second drive. Very similar, well, actually not even similar, because Trey Lance played the whole first quarter uh, before Jimmy Garoppolo came in. Um but that's just what it is. Yeah, <laughs> Nick, I love it. BCB he even got the uh, emoji in there, which is pretty solid. That's pretty solid. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to hear from a couple players talking um, just about Brock Purdy. This was from George Kittle, Santa Claus himself. I mean, Brock's confidence that he brings in every single day makes us all very confident. Um, we know that he's going to make plays with his legs. Uh, he's fantastic about rolling out, keeping his eyes upfield. I mean, he's makes guys miss in the backfield. He's such an athlete. He's good with the football. He doesn't make stupid throws. I mean, you can just tell he's taken tens of thousands of rep, tens of thousands of reps at quarterback, and um, that's I think that's very helpful for him right now. And it's a reason that he's been able to step in this late in the season and play at a high level. It's weird, and you know, you watch these other teams, you know struggle with these backups. And I, I love this comment earlier from Eric. I didn't forget you, man. Um, he says, are you more confident in Brock Purdy after seeing McSorley play against the Bucks defense? I think that game showed how well Purdy played in comparison. Man, you talk about any team. Look at the Eagles, right? And I think Gardner Minshew is incredible, but he goes in, and I thought he played well, but you can't. they didn't win with him. And you, you look across the league, you know, the Cardinals, good gosh, whether that was Colt McCoy, couldn't win with them. Whether that was Trace McSorley, can't win with them. Teams lose with backup quarterbacks in the NFL. That's just facts. But not this team. And that is one of the reasons why I think Kyle Shanahan is so freaking great. And, and man, it was a shot at Jimmy. And no, it wasn't it. That's not a shot at Jimmy. And, and I... I get a lot of messages like this, like, oh, man, Kittle's taking shots at Jimmy. Kittle's taking shots at uh, Trey Lance or so-and-so's taking a shot. Like, no, they're different people. And why is Brock successful? Because he had experience. Well, Trey didn't have an experience. Yeah, they're different. 
Trey doesn't win with experience. Trey was picked where he was because of upside and potential, right? Elite arm, elite body, mobility, all those things. Brock wasn't picked. Why was Brock not picked? Not an elite arm at all. Not big <laughs> at all. Uh, like, there's lots of things that, you know, kind of limit the ceiling. However, you can't measure this up here. And that's not taking a shot at Trey, who's one of the smartest players the 49ers have ever interviewed. It's just different. And so this guy has won with experience, with moxie, with all those things. Listen to uh, Small Bear, Nick Bosa, the defensive player of the year. Talk about this quarterback. Uh, you can't really pester quarterbacks in practice. Um, but I'm I'm super impressed with just how he's matured so quickly and uh, – I think it helps that he started four years in college. And um, I think for a, 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 a rookie to come in and uh, and just have that command uh, and everybody's got his back, obviously. So That's the cool thing. Um, imagine being somebody that didn't want Brock as a quarterback on this team. One, what the hell else you want to do? There's no other options. Pass trade deadline. You know, I mean, there's nothing out there. And so whenever you've got guys like Kittle and you've got guys like Bosa out there saying, like, hey, yeah, we like this guy. Whether you liked him or not, again, three out of four games put up over 30 points. Niners haven't done that. How many 30-point games did we have before Brock Purdy? You had Carolina 37, Rams 31, Cardinals 38. You had three games out of 11 over 30 points. With Brock Purdy, you've had three out of four. And stick it to that, Tampa Bay Bucks, one of the best defenses you played all year. Washington, one of the best defenses you played all year. Two top 10 defenses he put up over 30 points against. Two. Not one. Two. <sighs> Listen to Ray Ray. This is Ray Ray McLeod. Sorry, he's going to get a little off color, but I love I it. I said on the radio, he just had, he has, like, with Purdy, he's just, since day one, he, had, he has big cojones, man. Just, um, they had said on the radio about Josh and Ben, Josh Allen and Ben Roethlisberger. And I, it hit me. I'm like, oh, Lord. Like, he gave me that same vibration when you just round him in the locker room uh, of the alpha the alpha male uh, mentality. And when he's out there, he takes leadership in the huddle. He, And that's, that's been since preseason when he first got here, OT, uh, OTAs. Uh, and it's not surprising that's on the field. I mean, that's a guy, again, Ray Ray's played with those quarterbacks. That's why he brought their names up. Play style is different. Those are two of the largest quarterbacks in the NFL, right, size-wise. But that's what he reminds him of, just this alpha mentality. And you see it on the sideline sitting next to Bosa, right, at the Warriors game. Like, whatever it is, he's got it. And I'm thankful, and I'm thankful. Um, I, I'm, I'm excited, man. Again, back to uh, you know our comment from the man Thomas himself. Gosh, be where we are. Be here. We can look forward. We can talk forward. But be here. Spend most time here. Where is here? Week 17. Where? It's in Las Vegas. Playing the Raiders. I hate the Raiders. I know a lot of, like, you know, Bay Area sports fans, like, tolerate the Raiders. I do not. I, I was freaking, how do I say this? All right. I would say it. Man, I almost cried when Jerry Rice signed with those punks. I hated it. When Navarro Bowman played with them, I freaking, I hated myself. I was so mad. Like, he's ours. Like, that is ours. You don't go there. 
I understand why players would go from San Francisco to Oakland, right? Because you don't have to move homes or whatever else. Like, I get that. But, man, I freaking hate the Raiders. I hate the Raiders. Uh, I don't know if other people feel the same way I do. Like, they're not quite Cowboys, right? It's Cowboys. It's Seahawks. Those are my two most hated franchises. Raiders aren't too far below. Uh, <laughs> I freaking hate the Raiders. Uh, Nick, what's up, man? Appreciate the gift. I told you he's like Oprah. Purdy's confidence on the field has instilled more confidence in this fan base. And it came from a non-threatening point of view. You know, you had the two different sides, the Team Trey, the Garoppolo, whatever. And, yeah, this guy comes out of nowhere, and everybody came together. There's a Venn diagram somewhere. Maybe I need to make one where it's like one big circle, Trey Lance, and then an overlapping circle in the middle, Garoppolo, and right in the middle is Brock Purdy. Um, and so like, yeah, uh, we'll see there. We'll see there. Tim, uh, he says, John, I think you're mistaken. Uh, Kalia Davis, not on iron. No, he's on NFI. Uh, he was injured coming out of the combine so he can come back. Yeah. Kyle kind of, uh, talked about this today and how that's incorrect. Uh, yeah, I've, that's been put out there a lot. Uh, but again, the NFL rules don't seem to suggest that, but I don't think they're going to bring him back anyway. Um, yeah. KD says the chiefs are the most hated team right now well let, let me put this out there before we get out of here i want to get to a couple more comments what team do you hate the most i'm curious we're a really positive uh show usually but i'm curious which team do you hate the most for me it's the dallas cowboys it's not even close i mean my story right grew up in dallas had a stepdad that was a diehard cowboys fan couldn't stand them so that that's why i chose the uh the the path of light <laughs> uh, the the faithful um I am curious to see, yeah, what is it, what team do you hate the most? Uh, we got Seahawks, Cowboys, Seattle, uh, Cowboy, Chiefs the most, Cowboys. Oh, look at this. Sin says, many family members are Ram uh, Raiders fans, family split. Okay, Cowboys, Seahawks, yeah, Rams, uh, right now Chiefs, can't stand them. Sea Chickens, Seahawks, Chiefs. Interesting. A lot of Chiefs. And I get it because of that one game. Also respect uh, the misspelling of Chiefs. Um, I, I, I respect that. Uh, Chiefs. Yeah, Cowboys fans, Cowboys and Patriots. Man, I love this. Oh, here we go. This, this is my type of person, Steve. What's up, man? It says all 31 of them. That's right. It's Niners and everybody else. Everybody else. What's up, Big Poppy? He says Purdy's brain is his best asset there's something in the middle. Um, there's something in the, up, up there in that noggin. That little hamster wheel gets going. That's what's up. Sin says Seahawks and Cowboys I hate. That, that She gets me. She gets me. Nick says Seahawks for, sir, I, for sure. I used to hate Dallas, but don't consider them a threat anymore. I met Nick at the Cowboys game last year. I mean, we had a blast together. That was awesome. Uh, Rams, I hate being in L.A. and hearing them. I can't find L.A. fans to save my life. I live in L.A. They don't exist. I don't see them. I see Lakers hats. I see Dodgers hats. I don't see any Rams stuff. And if I do see Rams stuff, it's from like last year, brand new hat. And I try to talk football with them and like, they don't know anything about the team. Oh no, just, just a hat, just a hat, which is weird because their hats are really ugly. I hate that new logo. Um, anyway, it's, it's fun to see like where people sit on who they hate and all that stuff. It's fun. But uh, this has been a fun show, and I appreciate you guys. And if you can take away anything, the 49ers are not at their best. There's still improvement to be made. They're getting healthier, which is scary. 
whenever you're in the midst of an eight-win season or eight-win streak right now. And on top of that, be here, right? Be here. Week 17, that's where you should be. Not 2023 yet. It's okay to look forward. It's okay to talk about it. But try to spend as much as your time enjoying this moment because these moments are few and far between. And you guys are incredible. Thank you for all the support. And we will have the John Wayne Show tomorrow, 12.30 p.m. Or, yeah, p.m. Pacific time. We'll be giving away another shirt or another hat. Until that time, appreciate y'all. And as always, stay strong, faithful. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.